Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bias Check-In. Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in after our break. Yeah, this break has been a bit longer than we planned for, but we're back and we're back with our last Am I the Asshole story. But before we jump in into all the ways people may or may not suck, where are we recording from and what have we been up to? I am back in the OG recording studio, Chicago. Claudia, you're in Raleigh for a work trip. Yes, ma'am. I am in the luxury of a hotel room recording over hotel Wi-Fi. So bear with us, y'all. We're working on it. But I did get to say y'all a whole lot this week. We've been on the road and in the TSA lines a lot since the last episode aired. Besides rally right now, between the two of us, we've touched on a lot of places. Italy. New Orleans, Spain, Mexico City, and back to Chicago. But starting from the beginning, you know I went to Italy. We covered so much ground. I don't think I touched on that the last time we mentioned it. We started from my hometown in the north, even got some to go to Switzerland for like two hours, and then train, train, train through Puglia, Rome, and back up to Milan before making our way out was Sam's first time in Italy, meeting the extended family. It was our longest vacation together to date, so safe to say it went really well. Don't forget about Germany. Yeah, but technically we were just in the airport. So, does, do they overs count? Yes. All right. I think so. Then yes, we also experienced Frankfurt and Munich. So traveled. I'm glad Sam enjoyed it. And next time you're all going back, I'm coming with. And it's going to be awesome. Please do. It's going to be so much fun. And the funny thing was that before we went, I used to joke that we have to earn our dollars and be among the few millennials that will get to retire at some point because we have to retire in Italy. Well, we're still saying it, but I'm not the one saying it anymore. We are... Not moving there anytime soon, unfortunately. Sorry, mom. But we'll get there. And then, you know, we came back. Time to do a quick switcheroo. Say hi to the cats. And off we were again. I had a work trip in New Orleans. So we attached a couple days to it to count it as a vacation and do all of the touristy things. So Café du Monde getting beignets, getting our cards read. Um, we went to St. Louis Cemetery. We said hi to the tomb of Marie Laveau. Strongly recommend. And Nicolas Cage also has a lot in the same cemetery. It's a little fun fact for anyone like me who did not know how much he cares about New Orleans. The highlight, though, was probably getting caught in a torrential downpour i cannot stress it felt like people were throwing buckets of water at us from the balconies and we were of course on the way to our nice dinner date reservation for sam's birthday and we started out looking nice and we got there soaked to our bones in these bright yellow plastic rain ponchos the hotel gave us that a broke immediately because the water pressure over my ponytail was enough to tear the plastic 
So we got there and we looked like a couple of lemons squeezed out after a round of tequila shots. It was, it was something, but we took it in stride. It was fun. But we weren't the only ones to travel. You went to Europe too. Yes, I am also Spanish. So we have to visit the motherland every so often. And this August, yes, we know it's the hottest month of the year. But we went to Madrid. Córdoba, Seville, Granada, Salamanca, and Toledo. We did a day trip to Italica, which is the third biggest ancient Roman city, and where they filmed the last part of Game of Thrones. It was really fun. Um, but we saw all the Gothic cathedrals, all the Jewish quarters, synagogues, and mosques. And some days it was around 115 Fahrenheit, 46 Celsius. We were absolutely melting but the sights were very much worth it and you managed to come back without getting a heat stroke so yet another thing to celebrate on the other end of the heat spectrum something i learned on the road after this was during my trip to mexico city because i think we always have this stereotype that anything south of the u.s border must be tropical and hot until you get to like you know the tip of argentina to where you know it's still exotic but you go there to see penguins so it can't be that hot after all well joke was on me so i went to mexico city to visit Susie and her family at the end of august and it was so nice to step outside of dc and the heat but it was also really nice to see all of the things over the long weekend so we hit up all of the fun neighborhoods like Polanco, Condesa. I got to see Zocalo, the main square with the cathedral, the government palaces. And then we drove two hours out of the city, which was also, I love driving through new countries and getting to see the not touristy parts. And Susie and her family were nice enough to show me around Teotihuacan, which is a site of pyramids from the native populations before the Spaniards conquered or invaded Mexico and it was so nice it was also very humbling when it came to speaking Spanish I think I only speak good Spanish once I'm in the States so <laughs> but Mexico City is famous for we have our own accent and we speak very fast oh yeah you did very well. Oh, yes, y'all do. But it was also very exciting because I realized it was the first time I got to see a new country since like 2016. And on one side, it felt a little bit like a solo trip because Sam wasn't coming with me and we just spent so much of the summer traveling together. But on the other side, I had the safety line that I was coming to see you, coming to see your family. So... Very, very different than just a wanderlust kind of sp sprint and going. So can't wait to come back and see the rest of the city and the rest of the country. Yes, next time we'll definitely hit up one of the beaches. And yeah, so much more to explore and so many more trips in our future. Like this weekend when you're coming to Chicago. <laughs> Why wait? The future is in five minutes my birthday and we're going to the last Megan Rapino game I am very excited but before I jump into that that was not a drill everyone we're fully in Virgo season 
If you have Virgos in your life, you already know what that means. If you don't have Virgos in your life, wait until October for your own sake. Um, but no, very, very excited to be there for you. You're not getting rid of me anytime soon and neither is Chicago. But that's going to be my first soccer game ever. So expect to hear more about it on the next episodes. And you do have everything planned out for every day of my birthday week already, right? Or Well, oh my God, I wish we did video podcasting right now. I, like, I cannot describe the face Susie is making. I think I just gave her a gray hair. Yes. Yes, darling, I do. <laughs> I have an hourly schedule. Well, in that case, travel to side and birthdays aside. I know it's hard. We wanted to come back on the mics strong with what will be our last AITA story. We have decided to close this column here as through the months we have covered a lot of different work stories, starting with Reddit's anti-work subreddit and everyone's workplace gripes and questions. And while each of us is a special, unique little flower, many of the office headaches we keep having aren't all that different from each other. Stay tuned for what is to come for future columns. But in the meantime, Claudia, what is our last AITA story? Drum rolls, please. As a single tear goes down my cheek for this momentous episode. Spooky Armadillo is asking of us, retaliation for boosting morale? And so their tale begins. I use a standing desk and a flat treadmill at work to get my steps in. Today, during a meeting, I was trying to get in a quick sprint. When I accidentally slipped, I flew back and I bumped into my cubicle mate, Ryan, in the head. He raised his voice in an unprofessional manner and told me that my method of working was, quote, distracting. I explained that I was only trying to boost morale and get my steps in, and he retorted that he wasn't boosting morale, despite my morale feeling very high until he yelled at me. I confided in my office bestie, Pam, who happens to be the director of HR, about what an asshole Brian was. I also added her to my social media, where I tagged her in a rant video I made about Brian on the day where I did claim to be sick, but I was really at the beach. I understand I messed up here by taking a paid sick day to go to the beach, but I feel like this should only be a warning. Well, in a crazy turn of events, Pam, the bitch, backstabbed me and everything we had together and called an HR meeting between myself and my boss. My boss completely took her side, demanded that I apologize to Brian, and said that it was unprofessional of me to be jogging on my desk treadmill during presentations with clients. Pam went all business on me in her ego trip of betrayal and told me that this was a final warning. Now I'm depressed and in shock. All of my other office friends have turned on me, taking Brian and Pam's side. I have been gunning for a promotion for VP of the company as well. But my boss is citing this recent falling out with Pam and the fact that I've only been employed for seven business days as reasons why he refused to recommend me for the position. I forwarded this information to the CEO along with the story about how Pam has tried to tank my career 
but he narked on me to Pam and my boss and told me that this doesn't involve him. I thought we were buddies because he told us in an office-wide meeting last Thursday that he appreciated each and every one of us and that the company wouldn't run if we weren't there. Is this retaliation and can I sue? I feel targeted. And then there's a comment. Someone says, I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing. You have a treadmill at your desk. What the fuck? Like, what the actual fuck? Seriously. And Spooky Armadillo responds, You sound just like Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my actual god. What if it is Brian? Can you imagine having to work no, with spooky I'd armadillo? rather not. Damn. Okay, so the standing desks, the okay, okay. Walking pads have been a thing at home, at home. Cuz yes, we've all seen the treadmills in the boss's office in movies. I've never actually seen one in person. No, cuz I feel at that point like your office just probably has some kind of gym. And they can just go there. I would I would think less, honestly, if I saw anyone just actually shove a peloton into a co- office. It's like, you don't work in suits. Like, you don't need that level of assholery posturing. No. Yeah. Like, but the walking pad at work? Like, standing desk still. Like, but what? In a cubicle? In a cubicle? Yeah. And also you're jogging? <laughs> Those things are not made for jogging. No, they're not. And like, I am very happy with my standing desk. I'm happy that I'm in a yippy yuppy yappy office that provides those things to us. You know what? Yippy yappy yup. We have that. We have the calming paint colors on the wall. We have wellness events. We have the whole thing. We have orthopedic amazing chairs that we might actually fix my posture. Love me a standing desk. Besides the fact that I don't have the coordination for the whole walking and typing thing. In the office, though, in a cubicle... Poor Brian. You know what? In all of this, poor Brian. Poor Brian. Poor Pam. Poor boss. Poor CEO. Imagine being the CEO and be like, who hired this bitch? <laughs> oh my god. No, and especially being the CEO and having to be like, um, sir, you just work here. Like, this, no. like, But also like... Maybe it's the South that is rubbing off on me. But bless their heart. In the most Southern way possible. Bless their little bleeding heart. We found the one person that actually believes what CEOs say in team town halls. I thought we were buddies. No, and the other thing where I don't think I've ever said on this podcast. Or honestly in my life. Poor HR. But in this case, I might actually extend some compassion to HR. Repeat with me, friends. HR is not my friend. 
HR is not my friend. They might be friendly the same way that you do in customer service. That doesn't mean that you want to go home with your customers. They definitely don't. And that's what I was thinking. Like Pam was also probably not their friend. Like Pam was just being nice. They took an interest during orientation. I don't know. But, but that's probably as far as Pam wanted to take things. Yeah, I mean, again, it's HR's job in part to make sure that you're comfortable at work, that you have a great environment. So, of course, if you start talking to someone that works in HR, especially in a director supervisory role, they will hear you out. Hopefully, ideally, insert all of the footnotes here that that should be the case. But between there and being tagged in a rant video on social media, I don't think I would keep talking even to relatives if they pulled something like that with me, much less people I am paid to deal with for 40 hours a week. I was also going to say I love the tone of Pam went all business on me in her ego trip of betrayal. It's like, sir, man, mix, someone is stripping here and it's not them. <laughs> on the ego trip, says the guy that wanted to make VP when they've been working there long enough to fall off the treadmill. Oh, yeah, you keep saying guy and I keep saying girl. So I don't know why I think because armadillo is a male noun in Italian. I'm just going to go with that. But in case you're an armadillo, sorry, dude, you're still delusional. So Susie, (laughs) after all of this, armadillo, armadilla, VP or Pam, are they an asshole? Yes. (laughs) Cool. Glad we got that cleared out. Because sure, we could not have seen that one coming. No, I'm glad we don't work with armadillos. Well, you work with armadillos. I'm back in grad school, so. I don't think I have armadillo classmates, but we'll see. We'll see. You're, you got time yet to find mm-hmm. out. Now, the thing that cracks me up is armadillos are supposed to have tough skin. I want to know why they chose that username. I don't think it's that deep. I'm just imagining an armadillo running on a treadmill. I get happy with little things in life. But... Usually, this is where I would say, you know, thank you for listening. Let us know what you thought of this AITA. Send us your own nightmare stories. But alas, Armadillo is going to be our last AITA. I think it's a very strong contender to close on. So we hope you liked it, y'all. And catch us in the next episode. It is also our birthday episode. But the final part of my rant remains the same AITA or not find us on Facebook Instagram X or threads at bias check-in podcast let us know what you thought what's going on with you and your world of work and we look forward to hearing from you all ahead of our birthday episode again this is your warning it's Virgo season see you in the next one bye bye everyone